Thanks so much for tuning in to Last Rockers TV, the podcast. I'm Erin Micklow, and since 2017, I've been traveling the world, interviewing punk rock bands and filming their live sets for my DIY interview show on YouTube. So if you'd like to see this interview and video, head over to Erin Micklow on YouTube to watch. And if you'd like to further support my DIY outlet, please subscribe, share this podcast, and leave a review so I can keep creating this content for you. Thanks again for being here. Hi, my name is Aaron Micklow, and I'm here with Mecha Wolf from the band Monster Wolf. How are you? Doing great. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. Really happy to get interviewed by you as well. Yeah, we're here at the Whiskey A Go Go, where you just opened for Doyle last night and tonight. Can you talk about how these shows came together? I'm um, a little birdie from uh, one of my close friends in, in the headlining band. Uh, messaged me, and he said, hey, there's these shows going on at the Whiskey. You should get on them. And uh, I did the proper moves to do that. And I also contacted the guys from Bomb Bold immediately. And I'm like, you guys need to get on these shows right now as well. So um, we made it happen. I'm one of those people. I make shit, I make shit happen. <laughs> I mean, these last couple nights for both of us were pretty stressful here. I mean, we don't need to go into the, the details of it, but can you kind of talk about what goes into putting these shows together? I mean, you took a really heavy hand in it of, of really making it happen to get people to show up. You know, we did a ticket giveaway for these shows. Mm -hmm. Can you share some more of, like, behind the scenes of what goes into making your stage show a reality? Well, more than anything, we are all in Tijuana, California. Our bass player that filled in, tonight came all the way from texas so that already is that's a very stressful couple of sentences right there right yeah so um i had to get everybody together we rehearsed the songs in two days i think i believe we had like six hours hours total of rehearsal time yeah and uh that to me like it was like the first thing like so we have that then also we drove all the way from Tijuana all the way here on the day of the show. So we got here right and load in time. That's like so a I lot like, for one day. Same, so they, same I have, day. I have like everybody texted me. Other people are going to be on the guest list. Other people are trying to get tickets. All my friends and like other little situations that pop up here and there. And like I, I handle pretty much 99.9% .9 of everything that has to do with Monster Wolf. Yeah. When it comes to like the social media, anything that has to do with the band, I completely do it all myself because i don't have a i don't have a big team yeah and um you know we're we're a small band right now we just started about a year ago playing live shows so uh to me it's like one of those things where it's like i like taking matters into my own hands because i know i can handle it and 
even though it's really stressful, it's really rewarding in the end. And if I let anybody else kind of dip their toes in it, they're not going to do it right. So I'm like one of those like like Thanos. If you're going to do something, you're going to do it yourself. So it might be like a little uh, not egotistical or control freak, but I think it's the way it should be. Yeah, I mean, I can I can relate to that doing my show when I've had assistance. It's like somebody has to be the person in charge that wrangles everybody mm -hmm. and kind of has the vision for the stage set. Mm -hmm. And like your stage set in itself is like you have a lot of props going on. You kind of have an aesthetic that you want the band to have. Um, and it, it sets the tone for, for what the band is, especially you being a new band. Yeah, I totally completely agree. Um, it's, it's not easy. I wish we would have brought everything that we use on regular shows, but the space here is so small yeah. that uh, we kind of have to give people, like, not a, a half-assed version, but, like, you know, like 80% version of Monster Wolf, which hopefully next time we come back we're able to bring all the stuff that we have because, you know, cause it costs a lot of money to put on a show, you know, and, like, I've invested a lot of time and money into everything that goes into the band, and I want it to look good, and, and, and I think, like, we're doing, like, the right thing little by little, but little by little, you know, so I'm really, I'm really happy, really, like, honestly, but it's, like, one of those things where, like, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm really glad it's over, like, now I can hang out, I can party. Yeah, I feel the same, too. I mean, we both had our stresses, but I feel like the show tonight, there was a really solid turnout. The crowd was really stoked. There's a lot of different photographers and press outlets here. So you have that return on your investment. And, you know, I saw in one of your interviews that you did in the pandemic that it was a dream of yours to play the Whiskey at Go-Go. And here you are. I know. I'm, <laughs> and it's crazy when you when we were, like, talking and texting and, and you pointed that out. I was like, wow, man, I don't even remember I said that. And, like, it's really cool, like, because I'm one of those people that, like, I'm really big on coming full circle. Mm -hmm. Like, I was talking with somebody earlier from uh doyle's crew that used to you know like work for misfits and stuff and he always comes to the la shows and uh i got into the misfits because of vampiro this pro wrestler that was really famous and in, in, in the 90s and like now i'm kind of like the second coming of that wrestler and it's like really cool that um i get to not only like spend time with them but they're like a family to me you know like doyle and them like they're like the sweetest freaking people ever you know so it's like really cool just being here, being part of this, and, um, you know, like, I'm one of those persons, one of those people that I'm completely all about following your dreams. Yeah. Whatever it takes. However long it takes, follow your fucking dreams. I think that's why we get along, too, because it was like with all the obstacles that individually we faced, you know, yesterday and today, making, you know, our respective shows a reality. It was just like, no, we are not giving up. But we made it happen. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's talk about your you're most known for your work as a professional wrestler. Can you talk about how that's influenced you as a musician? Because I saw in other interviews, you've always played music, but wrestling was kind of the thing that predominantly took over as, as your main career career yes. 
and you know you've had many bands like kind of alongside the time that you were wrestling and now you're making this one happen can you talk about how they've kind of crossbreeded how you know your your work as a performer as a wrestler has influenced your work as a musician um like i said going back to like wcw days and the misfits and seeing vampiro like to me that was like the coolest clash of pro wrestling and music like my favorite band and the thing that i love the most right so i wanted to bring that little aspect from professional wrestling that the show aspect into the music so like every time we play everybody says, man you guys put on such a great show like you're such a natural it's like yeah i've been wrestling for 20 years so it's like almost comes like like second nature but it's also so freaking stressful because I could wrestle in front of 10,000 people, 30,000 people. That's fine. Yeah. I play the whiskey go in front of like 200, <laughs> 300 people. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having like 10 panic attacks. Right? <laughs> so, like, um, it's one of those things where, like, you have to just dip your toes completely in and just be be that. Like, I brought this thing from pro wrestling. Like, the whole idea was, like, I want it werewolves behind me because i'm mecha wolf so i've already invested this money into all these masks that i use for pro wrestling so i'm like why not put them on guys in a band and just how about werewolf band you know what i mean yeah and it's, it's worked so good so far and i think i credit that i credit that because of the pro wrestling thing you know, like I'm, I've been an entertainer all my life. When I was little, I would go, I would do talent shows and I would sing. And like, you know, I always, I was always fighting when I was a little kid. So I was always one of those people that I'm from Puerto Rico, born and raised, you yeah. know, like from a small island in the Caribbean, from a very small town. So I was a dreamer. I was always been a dreamer. So I was like, you know what? Like, if I want to fucking have a band, I'm going to make it happen. If I want to be a professional wrestler, I'm going to make it happen. And, Thankfully, I have enough experience in the entertainment business that I could bring a couple of those things from pro wrestling into music and help out the band. Also, it's almost like you're skipping a lot of steps, too, because, like, thanks to professional wrestling, I know I met a lot of cool people in the music business. So it's not like, oh, my God, it's so easy, you know, like, but it's really cool to know people. That's like also to me, it's like you got to be cool. Yeah. No matter who you meet, like, being cool is free, right? So I always try to just be the nicest person I could be unless you give me a reason not to be. And um, I believe that, that that's got me really far. It's got me to a lot of rooms that I shouldn't even have stepped in in the first place. And um, it, it, it really makes me happy because I work hard for it. And now I'm seeing the fruits of my labor. So for sure. Thanks to pro wrestling. Yeah, and there is, I mean, I'm seeing it more and more, like, I'm not so knowledgeable about wrestling, but it's becoming... I mean, it's always been a big thing, but I where I see it is like a lot of these musicians in like the punk and the rock and the metal world are like kind of collaborating with yeah. with the wrestling community, mm-hmm. um, and that's where you see it. And like even for you, for instance, um, 
with the the league that you wrestle in um and nwa NWA, NWA, it's owned by billy corgan from smashing pumpkins Mm -hmm. can you talk about that and how you guys got together and so um i met billy uh 2012 i believe so um we met and we instantly like got along because we would never talk about music he loves pro wrestling so we would just talk about pro wrestling talk about random stories and uh, he had a company in Chicago called Resistance Pro. And uh, I was one of the first guys that were handpicked to be in the company. And uh, after that company closed, me and him, like, lost kind of, not lost communication, but we would, like, speak here and there, like, after a few months. And then he bought the NWA. And, like, a couple of years went by. And he's like, hey, man, do you want to, like, come to the NWA? I heard Conan was, Conan is, like, a big Lucha Libre um luchador from mexico that uh usually is kind of like an agent as well and just gets people bookings and like helps people get into different companies and he had pitched me and my partner to billy and billy's like i know i know that guy of course i want him here and uh fast forward two years later we've been the longest reigning tag team champions of billy's company and uh, we just went on tour with him in australia for 10 days and we went to Mexico, like, wrestling from 30,000 people in Mexico. So, like, that's all because of the relationship I created with Billy. And also because I'm a really good damn wrestler. <laughs> and so is my partner. So that's why we have the position we have. And not only that, like, me and Billy have a relationship outside of pro wrestling, outside of the music thing, where we, like, you know, message each other almost every day. We, like, always are shooting the crap or whatever we say. And it's, it's really cool because he's a nerd just like all of us you know he but he just has a lot of money <laughs> so like it's just really cool to see how humble he is and especially with us you know because like he has no business sitting in a freaking wrestler's locker room talking to him for hours before he has to play a show where he needs to be on vocal rest and he does you know what i mean and that to me means so much you know like he'll grab his vegan food and go to our tent sweating and eat his food and talk to us about whatever you know what i mean yeah. that's the type of guy he is so like to me it's really cool to have that relationship because to me, he's just not like Billy. He's just like, hey, WPC, bro, William Patrick. Like, that's just my dude. You know, yeah. it's pretty cool. That's awesome. So can you share some of your, your high and your low moments of wrestling? You were telling me about, you know, the big the big low one when you would like had you had your shot in the WWE and the, you like blew your knee out mm-hmm. from, from an injury that was, you know, supposed to be healed yeah. but it wasn't. So to me, that was like the most heartbreaking moment of my whole career. So I'm going to talk about it because I would um, imagine that's probably uh, the worst one. Right? I spent about two and a half years in WWE's developmental system NXT, and uh, you know wrestled a lot of matches there on television, really short ones. And then finally, when I did get to the main TV, I blew my knee out. So it was like, what the fuck, dude? You know what I mean? Like, why? Why now? Why not? after I signed my contract, you know? So it was, like, really heartbreaking, but, I, like, right away, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get surgery. 
I'm going to do what I have to do, and I'm going to get back to it, and I'm not going to let anybody stop me. And fast forward, it's been like about six years, seven years almost now, and I'm still here. You know, I'm in the best moment in my career-wise. And uh, as far as, like, happy moments, I will say when we won the NWA Tag Team Belts, um, we won them at the 73 anniversary in San Luis. It's like our biggest show of the year. And there's never been a Puerto Rican and a Mexican tag team to win those titles. And Conan, the guy that pitched us to go into the NWA, he was in our corner that night. So to me, like, me and my partner, we cried, you know, because, like, um, his mom had just passed away, like, about a year before. And, like, my mom, she's been she's been gone for a few years. So, like, I told him right before we went, we went out there, I, like, smacked him in the butt when we were in the ring. And I'm like, this is for our moms, man. Like, we're, we're, we got to go in you know yeah and we did and we had a great match and uh we made history so to me like that's one of mo my most memorable moments and we had the belts ever since so it was that's awesome cool. oh so everything you know gets better as long as you just yeah keep staying the course that's you know? so awesome Actually, I saw you sent me a text that you have a children's book that you're about to be in. Can you talk more about that project? So um, there's this guy, Paul, from Chicago that I've known for a few years. He's a huge Lucha Libre fan. Lucha Libre is like the biggest uh, form of entertainment in Mexico. Yeah. Um, I had a friend from high school that became a, a Lucha Libre wrestler. Oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> so, um, he was the one that got me into punk, and then he became a Lucha Libre wrestler. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Small world. So, um, yeah, he's like, hey, man, I'm thinking about doing the story on a children's coloring book about you. And I'm like, well, I have upside down crosses in my makeup. Do you think that will be, like, pretty childlike? And uh, he's like, no, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. And we'll uh, he sent me all stars. the drawings. We'll sprinkles. Um, he, like, uh, sent me all the drawings and stuff and sent me the story. And uh, it should be out sometime between the end of this year or beginning of next and uh, I'm really excited about it because I, I love kids, and uh, I'm a kid at heart, so I think it's a really cool thing to be in a children's coloring book. So, And I got a new action figure coming out, too. So. That is cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So um, aside from the action figure and um, the, the children's book, what else do you have coming up personally and professionally? So uh, personally, pretty much my life is professional all the time, so it's like kind of hard to uh, – as far as like uh, personally, I don't I, – I, I don't do anything else. I'm always working yeah. at all times. So it's almost like my life is personal, like professional the whole time. Aww. So uh, we're actually Monster Wolf. We're in the studio right now recording our new single called Insania. It should be out in a few months. Um, we just started tracking guitars and stuff like that this week, last week, actually, right before I, uh, I came on this little tour. And um, that should be out pretty soon. Um, we got uh, a couple of huge shows. We have a big tour with the Smashing Pumpkins in the States. I think oh it's God. like 20 dates or something That's like so that. That's so exciting. Um, so when we come over, I'll let you know so you can come out. The catering's great. Um, and that's, that's for <laughs> wrestling, not the band. Smashing Pumpkins with wrestling. With wrestling. Yeah, it's okay. like Smashing Pumpkins, Stone Temple Pilots, oh, and I think oh, Interpol. Wrestling. Yeah, and it's pretty fun, man. <laughs> Honestly, like, you know what's crazy? Like, all the people are like, oh, that's so stupid. They're like, so into it. Because, like, I'm a big fan of, like, 
if you think you don't like something, go watch it live. Like yeah, if you go don't see think, it. If you don't like this band, go watch them live. If yeah. you don't like pro wrestling, go watch it live. If you don't like UFC, go watch it live. And it'll completely change your opinion. So, um, yeah, that's what we got going on. We got the tour with the Smashing Pumpkins. New single coming out pretty soon. And uh, hopefully after we're done with the single, I'm going to start, like, try to build a tour for next year with the band. Small tour. And, um, yeah, that's about it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Well, congratulations on everything. I was you guys were really great tonight. You Thank like you. you had a lot of energy. You brought the energy last night and like I said last night we had a lot of road bumps. Mm-hmm. And but tonight it was like we we had that conversation last night when we were talking hanging out. It was like no, yesterday was the warm up. Today's today's yeah. the day. Yeah, today we went in. <laughs> we went hard, yeah. No, yeah. and you did such a good job. Thank like you. I really enjoyed Thank your you. set and it everybody else seemed to really enjoy it. The pit opened up huge for yours. It got a little scurry there. Yeah. A little scurry. I saw you too. <laughs> I saw you here and all no he's smooth. Like, okay, then, I get it, right? Like, <laughs> then, like no, 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 nobody, nobody bumps the camera. Lens. camera. <laughs> Not the camera. Not the camera. It's oh, like any Lord. any other time, maybe if you get enough drinks in me, I'll run around too. <laughs> but not not with the camera. Yeah, <laughs> stay away from the camera, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking the time tonight. Thank you for being here and supporting <laughs> me and my band and everybody else. It's great to have you here as well. Yeah. My name is Smecka Wolf, lead singer of Monster Wolf, and you're watching Last Rockers TV. Oh.